Welcome back. You're listening to another episode of The Todd Donald Show, a weekly podcast where artists and performers go to chat about nothing. Hosted by Canadian singer-songwriter Todd Donald. This week, my guest is local professional broadcaster and a wonderful, charming human being whose professional pursuits are expanding into PR. I uh, kept things as lowbrow as I could while simultaneously trying hard not to embarrass myself. Here is Rogers' in-studio host, Natasha McKenty. My guest today is an actually professional broadcaster, and she, if she wants, she can uh, she can pick me apart. Uh, <laughs> I deserve it. I want to learn. And um, and I think with broadcasting, there's definitely an art to it. There's performance involved, and there's creativity involved. These things are, are quintessential if you're in broadcasting or even even what I do. So, without further ado. <laughs> I'm gonna slap myself across the face because, like, I we all know that that's a thing people say, but like, I feel like I should shut a door and walk in after you say that. Yeah, without further ado, (laughs) it's something that people say, but I don't say it, and and I'm gonna leave it in to punish myself. (laughs) We all say weird things when we have microphones in front of us. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not really me, but I am. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Natasha McKenty, she is the host of In Studio on Rogers TV, part of Mm -hmm. the region. It's a fantastic show where she has people from the community on doing everything from talking about events and mm. re- like you made bread pudding on yes, the show. Yes, I love when the chefs come on. The kitchen segments, I don't want to pick favorites, but they're pretty <laughs> high up there actually. And I watch it on the internet. What, what time of day is it usually on? There's no usual. Um, it's all over the place. So it airs every day actually. Um, and our schedule has changed this year. So yeah. it's... I'm adapting to it still, uh, but you can watch it online, which is the great part. Um, when I hosted Grand River Living, I did that for five years with Rogers. Mm-hmm. We were out and we were on location, so it was a totally different experience. You do that as doing. well? That's It was a blast, uh, but you couldn't get it online. So that was the struggle yeah. for a lot of viewers is, um, I mean, they'd come on the show, they'd be so excited to watch it, and then it'd be like, well, do you, do you have cable? And that would be that awkward conversation where they didn't want to admit that they didn't have cable, but... Yeah. And so people but, think it's like a cool thing. They're like, I don't even have cable. Even, yeah. What is to cable? me? Yeah. It's like, eh, it's not really bragging to me, but, um, so yeah, it was always that awkward moment. I was like, well, you're never going to see yourself. So, right. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but now it's online. So that's great. So all of our, our uh, guests can share their segments and their moms can watch <laughs> if they want. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I, I saw some of the, the photos from the par- parade uh, and I couldn't, I couldn't find it. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah, like because I didn't know at that point that yeah, um, the parades are fun. They're live, mm-hmm. so that's a totally like you say. It is. It's. It is. You are an artist. Absolutely. What, what, any capacity that you're on camera, um, and the live experiences to me, I always. I mean, so I'll go back to the beginning. Um, I did do live theater and I did sing at one point in my career awesome. because I always knew that. I loved an audience, which sounds so oh, yeah. vain and horrible, but it's true. Well, we're, we're going to get to the nitty gritty of where that started <laughs> in, your, in your youth. And, yeah. But no, like, uh, so you, yeah, you had the background in theater. I did. And in front of people. I had um, a ton of stage fright, unfortunately. So mm-hmm. I, I really, really struggled with getting out of my own head. And I loved acting and I loved singing. Um, I took a lot of acting classes to try and get past my insecurities and I I couldn't get past it so 
<laughs> so broadcasting, um, I don't want to say it was the runner up for me, but <laughs> I knew that I would not be happy if I didn't in some way tell a story and communicate to an audience. So, so this is, you know, before I went to college that I was singing and acting yeah. and then I went and I took television broadcasting and I still kept up with my band and, yeah. and trying to get out there and I did some improv. I'm not very funny, but <laughs> I, I, th- I think improv is great. I, I, I'm it works on all levels of life, right? Yeah. In public speaking, you become comfortable in front of people and, and finding, like you said, um, the different sides of yourself that you choose to show people, right? Right. Yeah, because we're all acting in some capacity. And at the same time, uh, wearing different personality hats, though, doesn't mean you're being any less yourself. Mm. If you have, you know, it's, it's like literally like what I just said, wearing different clothes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not any less you, but it's like maybe it's, it's a reflection of who you're in front of. Yeah. And I suppose maybe it's true is, is why you got into broadcasting because it sort of removed the audience or your consciousness of the audience. It removed the faces staring yeah. back at me. That's just, I, I had to try and figure out what was it that bothered me so much because I've had so faces. many, <laughs> I had so many people say to me, I don't get how you can go on a show and interview people and have no problem with that because to them that's their trigger, right? They don't like right. the camera in their face. They get like full on sweats and yeah. and I have no problem with that. So I had to figure out, well, what is my problem? Because I still love the audience. So, right. you know, um, but I guess it's just the, I don't, I guess yeah. it's this faces. I don't, I'm sorry faces, but. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that, that was like at a different part of your journey. I don't know where you are today. I know yeah. for myself for, for this. And I think you would, in studio, I, I think it would be amazing to, to take the harnessed skills that we have after having done mm. uh, media for so long and, and have a relationship with the audience in front of us where mm-hmm. they're, where they're, they're giving you something yeah. and you, you play off of them too. I think, and a lot of us are like this, I, our voices in our own heads are so negative and it's not a reflection what, of what other people think, but we've decided that's what they think. Right. So having those bodies in the room was like a hundred little me's sitting there yeah. going, you're going to yeah, screw this you've up. Changed. Yeah. Oh, totally. We all change, right? Yeah. That's the great thing. I mean, the one plus of getting older is that we've become a little bit more confident because I think we're more certain of who we are and, and what we want out of life. And it's sort of becoming a an axiom, but there, there's that very true thing that someone... I, so I, didn't, I didn't hear this until last year, but when, when you realize everyone is more... Uh, self-involved like we're all so self-involved it's just part of human nature Mm -hmm. i'm not i'm not saying it in a nice way but we're also self-involved that we're always more worried about how we're looking than the person on stage should be worried about what we're thinking of them it's like Mm -hmm. or you know what i mean like i i spent most of my life leaving every room being like they all think i'm a loser yeah whereas (laughs) i i think I don't, I don't want to say everybody feels that way because I, I know people who are super confident and probably don't feel that way, but I think yeah. most of us are just our own worst enemies, right? Yeah. So I think that's what makes me a great communicator, though, mm-hmm. because I have a ton of empathy for how the person I'm interviewing feels and how uncomfortable it can be to be interviewed and to feel like you have to put on like this face for everyone, your, yeah. your, your best 
persona. So, and you don't want to screw that up. And you don't want to stutter, and you don't want to say like and um. <laughs> or if somebody asks you something you should know, and out of stress, you just don't remember. Um, I try to make people feel super comfortable and know that in no way am I ever judging because I've been there. Yeah. Mm. I, I think judging can be fun, though. <laughs> <laughs> Not if, you know, if people are, are on TV and, and, and Hollywood productions, I, I like to... Yeah. It's just an, as an activity. Because we don't like know a, them. It's not personally affecting them in any way. Yeah. yeah. I think their earlier work was better. Kind of. Joking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a critic for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about Kanye. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think with, with that empathy also comes, you're always working on an awareness of uh, there's, there's a product going out there. You're, you, mm. you, you are part of the, the product like, you know, if I'm an idiot on the show, even though I can do anything I want, uh, people don't buy into it. And, and I, I'm not just talking about money. You're, like, like mm. you're, you're selling yourself. And, you know, I, I want to be punk rock and I don't want to get caught up in, in trendiness. But I am aware of uh, the need to grow an audience and mm-hmm. uh, trying to do that in my small way. So if you're aware that there's an entertainment value to in-studio. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I do want to talk about how um, on your website, it talks about how uh, you've you've shifted the the, the major in your career mm. life. Um, but if we're still talking about broadcast, just one more question, if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. Um, are are you? And this is like a, a broadcaster uh, question. Do you relate on this? Um, do you have at this point an arsenal in your um, in your facilities when you're when you're there in front of the cameras? And um, the all the guests have different personalities yeah. or, or interactive. Oh, tendencies. they're all very different. Yeah, they're all so different. Are you are you always prepared to make sure that whatever guest comes, you you keep it at like a, a steady level or the same quality that that you want to have other people see? Because I and I don't I don't want to say that like, well, some guests are really boring and I have yeah. to I have to up my energy to match theirs or I have to say things that are not calmed down to people who are too hyper. But like do do you feel like you have the arsenal that can handle uh, yeah. whatever comes at you? You know what? I hope so. I think I do anyways. Yeah. Um so we talked about this before, but it's eight minutes, right, with each guest and I've never met them before usually right um i know what they look like on paper but i don't know how they communicate so i usually have for each guest i will have at least 20 minutes worth of stuff just in case which i don't need all of it but i need to feel where the conversation is going and if i can really feel it's turning into a stinker i have to try and drive right yeah um, so my thing personally that I, I am always as an audience driven towards is that personal story, that right. piece that makes that person re- super interesting that may, they may not even realize makes them interesting. Right. Um, or that question that will trigger the answer that I'm looking for, you know, why do you do this? How did you get into this? This is kind of a, you know, a very serious, like for example, someone who works with, um, women who've been abused right you know they wanted to they don't want to sit there and say all the stats these are the stats these are the women in the region who've been affected these are the these are the different um services that we offer but i want to know why do you do this for a living like this is 
how do you get up in the morning and this is what I'm you look this forward down. to? I'm writing this down. <laughs> yeah. And they want it. They, so they've come in very focused on their, I have to say the website. I have to say this service is happening. I have to say yeah. this is how many women we've affected. But I want to let them do that and then get to the their story. Right. I mean, what drives you towards that career? To, to it, Did something happen to them in their life or did they experience right. it through someone else in their family or a dear friend of theirs experienced abuse? Like what, how do you get drawn to that? So, right. yeah. Now, before, we're not out of the woods with broadcasting uh, stuff yet. <laughs> we're not out of the woods. So I misread. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I misread somewhere or... I just have so many people that I, I get people mixed up. Yeah, I, yeah, I get kidding. it. I totally do that. But or did I did I only partly read something? Did did I read something somewhere online that you have talking about being an only child? Because you corrected me, uh, thankfully. It's a complicated story, but I was raised an only child, but I was not an only child. Do you all like right. that answer? I'm just I, gonna leave that. That's it. That's all I'm gonna say. No, okay. I'm kidding. That's, no, I'm I mean, totally that's the kidding. title right there. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Oh, I should write a book and just call it that. Yeah. Um, so I was born to very, very young parents who were 16 in high school. Right. I was born in Padawawa, which is funny in itself. Yeah. On an army base. Well, like the, oh, the, oh yeah, yeah. Padawawa, Ontario. Um, anyways, so my parents had three children before they were like, 20 years old. Um, So we were raised uh, together for a few years and around the age between three and four, my, we were all given up for adoption. Yeah. So, um, and I can totally go off for for days on this. Three or four years. (laughs) Yeah. And if we don't want them. Yeah. Yeah. So then it gets even more complicated. Uh, They came back for me because I was the oldest. So not they, my mom. So my mom came back for me. And so my brother and sister, who were all about 15 months apart from each other, were, were given up to, to for adoption, and I was taken back. And they were adopted into the same home together. Wow. So I was an only child up until uh, my mother remarried and had uh, children with the man she remarried, and I was 14. So I was an only child, but I wasn't. Right. So then she had two children with him. So I have two siblings that are from my mom and dad and two siblings that are just my mom and my stepdad but i mean well i mean because 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 there's that thing about how like people with siblings are, i mean they, they can either be less fucked up or more fucked up because i don't of know a strained I, I, relationship. Yeah, i'm just complicated i think or there's <laughs> or there's and no we're, we're all we're all messed up and we're all fine at the same time <laughs> I, I like that i like that i'm using that quote now <laughs> and depending on like uh, how the parenting goes like always oh, siblings compete up. for their parents affection <laughs> yeah. and but like i thought that like being an only child made me we- the weird one because yeah. I, I didn't develop social skills in the same well way i didn't them. either because i mean from the time you're four till you're 14 you're kind of on your own right right yeah and i think that's how i got so creative right and I, maybe you can attest to that as well as i was sitting there alone i didn't have siblings to beat up or beat me up or play school or house with yeah. so i had to create my own fun right and th- there there was a, a very common thread between you and i mm. where 
and <laughs> this might this might not this might just be like not podcast dynamite but <laughs> there was something about how you you interviewed your your dolls and your pets or your, yep. your invisible people people like uh mm. just were you honing your skills or was that was that you was that a coping mechanism was that um just creative fun honestly it's all, no. uh, all of it yeah but i just i didn't i had no interest in playing you know, mom or wife, when I ma- played make-believe, I was always right. the TV host. Because like, <laughs> examples of mom and wife were complicated. Yeah, maybe. And I needed an escape. I don't know. So yeah. I would just line up all of my many friends, which happened to be stuffed animals, mm-hmm. and interview them. Me being on the technical <laughs> side of it, I, I recorded a, a pretend radio show comedy yeah. troupe called Roundtable Discussion. In 1997, which I still do to this day, 20 some 20 some odd years later. That's funny. And it was, I, I would do it with my friends from school, and yeah, uh, there was just a fascination with recording, archiving, and and delivering mm-hmm. stuff. And it like um, it stays with you for whatever reason you come up with it. And I yeah, I, I wasn't good socially, didn't have a lot of friends. Your story is way more interesting though, and uh, <laughs> I want to have a little fun with this next bit. Who who are some of the the celebrities that you interviewed as a child. As a child. Was, uh, there Luke, was Luke Perry in there? I don't know if I thought... I See, that's the thing. I don't think they were ever celebrities. I think they were just messed up, complicated, right. fake people that I interviewed. And <laughs> I don't remember them being celebrities, to be quite honest. So you're a Martian, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they each had these weird... You know, been divorced three times, just got out of rehab. Living a man down by the river. <laughs> yes. I, I really gravitated towards those kind of stories. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's amazing. <laughs> this no. is, I feel like I'm in therapy right now. <laughs> and it's, it's, I, I think it's good to, to, to laugh too, because I, mm. um, it, like, it sounds like, um, like you've, you've worked very hard and you, to, you, you have a career, you got, you got three kids. I have three kids, yeah. Are, Anytime I hear three kids, I want to make the Brady joke. Are they all? Are they all? Do they all? Are they all girls and all girls? Curls? No, No? actually, she had curls, but she straightens them now. They're gone. (laughs) They're gone. Um, Like their mother. I was singing my song to myself. No, okay. But uh, and you have pets. You got the husband. It's very busy. Yeah. That's. Those are good demands, and then you you have career and 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 just daily tasks. Mm -hmm. And I'm a full time student right now as well. So amazing. Yeah. What are you taking in school? PR. Okay, so that's but, how we get there. And but you're 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 working in that, but you're also studying you're at the same t- time. Telling yourself like I'm not good enough yet. I want to get more skills and credentials. Um, <clears throat> I think the reason I ended up going to school for PR uh, was because of digital media. It's changed so much for me, mm-hmm. and I wasn't actually because I was in front of the camera, or when I worked at CTV, I was doing acquisitions. So I wasn't really honing those skills. And so I decided to go back and I I have no regrets. It's been a good time. And you know what? With all this stuff going on, like I have so many different directions that I'm constantly going in. I'm getting like really good with stress. So (laughs) (laughs) that's yeah, not a lot of people can say that. I am an expert (laughs) at managing stress right now. Well, certainly this is a weird beautiful time mm-hmm. uh and that, <laughs> what a bold statement todd because that could be said about any time yeah but uh, uh you know uh the the modern age of 
of so- social justice with millennials mm. is is louder than any social justice before it because mm. in the 70s, 80s, 90s we all had varying forms of it but with the internet it the people of today are are are, are saying like we want to do more than has been done before. Mm. Everyone has a voice now, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's it's very prominent in in most conversations and I think uh, some of the skills that we have as broadcasting, tell me if it's if you feel like this before, but some of the skills in our being, mm-hmm. let alone in how we deal with and interact with people, is that um, you have to understand that no matter what, what no matter what another human being feels, it's important that we talk with each other, mm-hmm. and it's okay to disagree if you find the middle ground, mm-hmm. and then you just temper how close of a relationship you have with people that, you know, is, is, is murder. Okay. Well then I'll keep you over there. Yeah. You, you said yes to that. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I understand that we both feel the same way about, you know, diet. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a very terrible example, but, but do you find that, um, that empathy that you wield mm. with your guests, uh, makes you feel better about, the times? Absolutely. I think so. And I think, um, that's one of the big reasons that I've decided to go into PR as well is because it, it has to be very empathy driven. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, as a communicator without empathy, I don't think you ever really find your, your story. Right. Right. And that's how I'm able to do that. And I think whether or not I'm a broadcaster or whether or not I'm, I'm working in digital media or PR or, um, media coaching, wherever I end up, Mm-hmm. going it will always be about the story for me and i think that goes back to being an only child and also having a very complicated early childhood right. um that i tried to deflect and find other people's nuances that would be maybe make me feel better about myself so and in doing that i actually became really interested in other people's stories and i think our stories actually are really important, right? Yeah. They help other people rather than feeling I'm not looking for pity by saying what I've gone through. I know people have gone through way worse. But um, that's why I'm a, a, a great communicator because I have empathy. At whatever age we achieve like full sen- sentience, we, we start, we start, we're given the control panel mm-hmm. in, our, in our selves, in our truest selves or our spirits or whatever you want to call it. With that, I, I admire you very much where there's so many different outcomes and, mm-hmm. and you became a very strong, hardworking uh, person who has very healthy relationships enough to, to, to make a lifelong commitment with a partner, with children mm-hmm. and something that I didn't see growing up. Yeah. Going back to school. Yeah. Th- these are all things that takes a strong person to do. Yeah. And you know, a lot of the people that I interview on in studio, when we get past the reason they're there, so the stats and the website and the event or yeah. whatever they're promoting, they're, they all have very complicated pasts as well. And that's why they're successful. And I love getting to that. No, I, I, oh. that, that wasn't a point like stop. <laughs> that was like, Am- that was me going like, oh, definitely. I, I was making a mental note. <laughs> okay. If you weren't done yet, keep going. I don't know now. I, I come from a world where when you do that, that's, that's either go or. I should have known that. You're done. You're out. You're when off. You go like this. That and we're kill. black. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I think that's what a lot of very successful people have very complicated backgrounds, right? That's exactly it. The, 
I I didn't know if this made sense to you immediately, but I I was saying something in my in my diatribe email <laughs> to sort of help you prepare for the interview. But right, I, I don't think you need it. Conversations I, or, just flow, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you know. Um, <laughs> Another thing about podcasting that I like is that I can I can suck and it's okay. Uh, no, <laughs> um, I haven't got to f bomb yet. I'm really I'm kind of disappointed. Well, don't feel like you have to. <laughs> okay, I, like I can I can. F U C K. What does that spell, Natasha? Um, like I just I like I said I think I'm so trained not to now that I'm just it might take me a few tries. The, the motivational engine I find for me is that thing that that it's it's an ongoing struggle and it's it's best if it's an ongoing struggle. Mm. Uh, like every time I f- feel like I'm about to explain something, I'm, I'm not trying to mansplain anything. This is just my personal feeling on on motivation and where it comes from for creative people, especially. Mm. You wake up and you think, I, I I feel purpose in what I'm doing. I'm good at what I'm doing. I feel strong about it. Uh, you know, no doubts in my mind. By 4 p.m., I'm I'm a fucking hack. I mm, I, I don't yeah. I don't belong in this. I'm not. So many people are way better at this so than I am. So true. By 8 8 p.m., you you go back to being like, it, it, it's it's <laughs> tomorrow's a, a new day. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a piston in in an engine that keeps going in and out or back and forth. Yeah. And I think it's 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 so necessary to have both you have one thing yeah. saying I, I belong on the path and you keep moving and it's the doubt the that motivates keeps coming you. back mm-hmm. yeah to, so you're moving you're moving forward and the negative ions are pushing you upward at the same time mm-hmm. uh because it's either like you know f you i i can't i am good mm, exactly you're, you're saying that to yourself mm-hmm. um and you've sort of been hinting at it, but like... It's true. Do you agree? Yeah. I absolutely agree. And I've learned to, to ride out the lows rather than let them own me, right? Right. Um, which is uh, recent in the last two years or so, I started running. And when I had those moments where I was like, I don't know what I'm doing right now. Why yeah. am I doing this? It's no like one cares. It, I would just run it off. Yeah. And I don't, I used to say it was because I'd be so freaking tired when I got back that I didn't, I couldn't have time to worry or... Or self-deprecate. Right. Because <laughs> I was just too tired. Forrest Gump did it. <laughs> yeah. I was like solving problems while I was running. I was Forrest yeah. Gump. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and that's one of those great things that, that uh, again, a creative person needs to needs to shake their, their body or keep their body busy. And yeah, I have all this energy that I need to burn. And you work it out in your brain while you're doing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're creating bo- a board. Like, I can't meditate. I don't know how to stop thinking. <laughs> I can't. I tried it for a while, and I was like, I yeah. suck at this, and I just feel worse about myself. So that's where the f bombs come. Out yes, of. I'm not even going to try anymore. I don't know how to not think. Yeah, there's no right or wrong answer. Well, no, there are lots. <laughs> that was the wrong answer. Uh, yeah, uh, it's a go-to <laughs> phrase, but yeah, okay. Yeah. That's I don't disapprove of that. And I don't know who does. <laughs> that's but. a nice way of putting it. <laughs> um. Okay. That I'm I'm referring to my own notes. That I okay. <laughs> Um, tell me what made you take the first steps towards PR from, from having just done, uh, what, what you've done before and you were doing broadcasting and you said, mm-hmm. uh, I need to change or what? Um, that's this really complicated answer because I don't really want to change. <laughs> I love broadcasting. Uh, but well, I, I consistent, like the whole running thing, I can't slow down. And I felt like 
what I was doing was kind of just standing in the same place. So I needed to figure out how to grow and not abandon what I love because I'll never be happy because I've been interviewing stuffies since I was six. So I know I still need to do that, but I needed to progress. So I actually uh, enlisted a career counselor and went through uh, two months of self-assessments and where do I belong? And it kept pushing me back towards broadcasting you would make an excellent broadcaster. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to shoot myself right now. What I a bet waste of two months of my life. <laughs> yeah. um, but then something else started coming up, and it was communications and public relations and digital media. And I was like, well, what is that? Because I really didn't know. So I started doing my research. And so hold that thought. I will, <laughs> I'll bring you back. But were, were, were the questions on the two-month uh like uh t- assessments like do you enjoy broadcasting do you enjoy it was people? like yeah it do you, was do um, you enjoy gardening or talking to people with a mic and they were all just like questions where it's like i think and it's, i sometimes i even faked something else because i knew that it was just going to push me right back to broadcasting yeah. i was like i know where this is going it was like you should be an actress you should be a musician you should be in broadcasting well great some of the answers said like you belong in broadcasting natasha and i'm like it's a it's a robot how do i know my name yes no it's okay so so you you um you found PR to be uh, a good transfer of those skills. And uh, yeah. go on where you were before I rudely cut you off. Oh, I just found, um, I started doing my research on, on what it meant because I didn't know what PR was. Right. Um, I, I loved Sex in the City back in the day, so I just kept going to that character, Samantha. Who didn't? Who, yeah, that's all I kept seeing. And I was like, well, I don't want to be promiscuous, but I would like to live in New York City. And then I realized that she was a publicist and that's like, you know, yeah. a fraction of what... PR people do. I, I find I, I I have the same struggle with Mad Men because I, I everything is a TV show in my mind. Yeah, everything. Everyone I, I meet, in the I categorize them in a show I once watched. Okay, even I, this was Seinfeld for me. Yeah, yeah. What's the deal with public relations? <laughs> yeah. What's the deal? But you were supposed yeah. to pick me up in a car that reminded you of me, and then I was super disappointed in my own head. Have you watched that? Uh, Driving in cars. Oh, I love it. What's it love called it. again? That was uh, part of the genesis to me. I mean, aside from personal reasons, to me, relaunching the yeah. podcast, yeah. it was that, okay, people are doing gimmicks now. There's like a hot wing it. eating challenge. Yeah. But with Seinfeld, like, it's it's not just any interviewer. It's Seinfeld. He, yeah. could, he could be like, let's let's comedians in life rafts no. drinking Sunny like, They beer. literally had a car break down in one of the episodes, and that was like the whole episode, and it was riveting. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't look away. Because it's about But nothing. if we did that, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know if people would watch. Do you think uh, they would watch us like jogging? Because Kevin Nealon has a like a, a I, I, hiking I, with Kevin Nealon, and it's an interview show. Really? People are doing crazy stuff right mm. now. Because uh, so I'm and like, are are you and I doing enough with just a microphone and a camera? I don't in front know. Of us? That's we have to like do tricks tonight. Ask me around four o'clock tonight when I'm self-deprecating again. <laughs> Right now, I think it's great. Let's do a B interview where, where you're self-deprecating, not because I want you to be, but yeah. because... Right like, now, I'm super in love with myself, so you picked a good time to interview me. <laughs> and there's the timer. And I could think of so many things that we could talk about, too. Let me, let's do one more. Okay. Um, yeah, well, I, I just think humor comes out of self-deprecation. It does, and that I, a, I'm drawn to people like that. Is it a self... Is it, is it, has, was it ever... Uh, uh, 
detriment self-defense mechanism or defense oh for sure it is yeah um i'll judge you before you can fucking judge me yeah no i'll just throw it out there before you can even think it yeah and that way i did it first so yeah back to you Uh look at me yeah Yeah. we find common ground and whatever we disagree on which hasn't been really anything we're just too cool for your school um but no but that's it that's exactly it i love seeing common threads and um and and then and then using them against you in some I'm kidding I'm kidding yeah that's okay I'm good with it <laughs> I like to say a lot of just weird stuff for my own it makes me happy but okay so <laughs> whatever uh, it's your show <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so it can suck and that's okay <laughs> um, let me last ask you something else for the context of this of course someone could listen to this in February and that's and it's a moot point but um, um, I, I I gotta estimate it must be with so many people in the house mm. and, and so much to look after how how has the how smooth this year how smooth has 2018 been into changing with the seasons with like everyone has to wear a different set of clothes now oh. we have to change the car and like uh, it's nuts we're behind i mean we're still in we're still trying to figure out august right now oh <laughs> I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. A part of me, oh, I get it. A part of me. We needed winter tires like last year. Yeah. We didn't even take them off. No, I'm kidding. We, right. we did. And actually, we were one of those losers that didn't make the appointment soon enough. So I'm still <sighs> waiting to get in with all this weather. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, for, for, for for you to be aware of that and, and not be like in your interviews going like, well, yeah, keep keep talking. I, I got, I'm got. i so behind on everything. I am <laughs> so behind on everything, but I've gotten to the point, like I said, where I'm getting really good with stress. So <clears throat> I can be the kind of person that lets stress get to me and kind of freaks out a little bit and has a bit of a meltdown occasionally. But um, I think because life is so stressful right now, I'm getting really good at going, you know what, fuck it. <laughs> right. <laughs> it came out. <laughs> it came out. I was, I was waiting for the right moment. Um, professional podcast just dropping <laughs> f-bombs on the coffee house um, craft life that. isn't about all that other stuff right yeah so they're healthy they're happy they're still living under my roof can you be your own <laughs> boss with pr could like can you, yeah. can you set your own schedule and that's a really cool move on your part to, to yeah to to set things in motion that allow you to, to be around them more mm-hmm. yeah absolutely but it means late nights right yeah. and super super early mornings and bags under my eyes but and that's why we love coffee ladies and gentlemen yes i have to tell you segue to coffee if you haven't heard of it yet yeah <laughs> i really want to thank you so much for taking the time thank you I'm for sure having me this is so fun thank you uh for saying that it's it's not <laughs> really um, <laughs> you're lying <laughs> i just uh, got to f-bomb into a microphone so this is a life dream right I, and i press record before that happens so i'm oh, i like it i'm a hero too right? <laughs> no, i'm not thank god because i've had that happen I've done an entire interview and then had my producer go, oh, I didn't press record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do that again. Yeah, but on this, no one's going to throw it on YouTube and you can't, you. You can't, though. You can't do it again once you've done it once. It's like... Yeah. It's, it's so rehearsed now. I got to show you this Twitter thing where there was people on Fox News that, like, the guy was taking a selfie and then he his chair fell back and then <gasps> the lady kept talking. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. So See, on the- <laughs> I am not that professional. <laughs> <laughs> please god let that happen to me at some point in my career <laughs> th- th- thank you so much for being here and um where can people find natasha mckenty online online you can go to natashamckenty.com you can find me on instagram twitter yeah. you can find me anywhere actually i'm everywhere 
Awesome. And you don't RogersTV.com. And you, do, you don't need a password. I could just keep going on. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm on it. Like, the college. I'm, I'm going to give I'm you all running, credit. You, running you know, like Forrest Gump. Just look <laughs> for it. I'll be in Dune. I, I'm, I'm still living in the 2000s where you need to give all the URLs and everything. But you're the smart one saying, I'm on there. Like, just I, Google me. Everyone knows how to use a phone, Todd. Like, you just type Natasha McKenty on the it, internet. It's pretty it, vain, but yeah, I mean, I didn't change, I didn't come up with any unique names. I just used mine. Yeah. Excellent. Now you have the info. Watch in studio with Natasha McKenty, either online or on TV. And uh, if, you need, if you need a PR person, I'm very disrespectfully dis- uh, guessing the title of the profession. But uh, <laughs> your work, she's working on it. But she's uh, yep, always. go to natashmckendy.com and, and I, I know for myself that it's, uh, it's got a lot for you there. And um, Thank you. Oh, yeah, I pre-recorded my outro, so I can just... <laughs> <laughs> Please leave that. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Todd Donald Show. Starring, produced, and edited by Todd Donald. The piano music in the rap is by J.P. Sunga who you can find at jpsunga.com. The theme music is Mackie Alkino by William Chernoff. Find him at chernoff.band. And I'm Milo Axelrod, Todd's favorite bar none human voice. And I'm not bragging, he wrote this. If you'd like to hear more of my voice, check out my podcast, Describing a Rock, in which I describe some rocks. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Please support The Todd Donald Show by sharing it with anyone who might enjoy it. Follow and interact with at Todd Donald Show on Twitter and Instagram. And if you feel like going the extra mile on iTunes, please subscribe, rate, and review, preferably in its favor. Have a great day, friends. <laughs> <laughs>